Hello listeners, and welcome to the inaugural episode of the Hard Transition Podcast, a podcast where we're going to explore the journeys and day-to-day ideas of two people. So let's start with what our first series of topics is going to be. It's going to be following the journey of a rookie fantasy football player. And along that journey, I'm going to be your guide. I'm going to be your host. And so my name is Matt. I'm a longtime fantasy football player. I've been playing fantasy football since I was probably 10. I started with my dad and whatnot. Um, you know, we worked on a team together, and then eventually in high school, I started my own league, and that league's still running. So that, that my own league, I've been running for 12 years. And really, my passion about fantasy football is both from, like, the I like football, I like watching football. It's a great way to follow football. And also the data perspective. I'm a, I'm a pretty data-savvy data person. I do data stuff from my day-to-day job and so this also happens to be a great way to exercise my knowledge of data but this is not even going to be close to me about me clearly we're going to be talking about our rookie we're going to be focusing on the trials and tribulations of our rookie fantasy football player and what it's like to jump into the game so please introduce yourself our rookie fantasy football player hi my name is abby as matt just said I have never played fantasy football before. I'm not really even interested in football. I have watched in the past a couple of games, maybe an entire season back in like 07, I would say. I completely understand how the game works, but I've never dabbled in fantasy before. So this should be an interesting journey, as Matt said. Yeah, no doubt. So real quick, let's talk about how we're going to kind of follow this journey and uh, chronicle the journey. So basically, each week you're probably going to be able to expect um, one episode. And within that episode, you'll probably get actually a couple different days. So my idea for when the season starts is going to be we record maybe like like on a Monday or something like that, and we talk about what happened in the week before. um, And then we kind of recap and go back. um, We come and record again maybe on like a Wednesday or Thursday. And talk about, you know, Abby setting her lineup or, you know, like who she picked up and dropped that week or, you know, who's making the team or what her matchup looks like and maybe some trash talk, you know, maybe some good fun um, with her, her fellow competitors and whatnot. So the season has yet to start, right? Yes, I do believe. <laughs> you think, right? I hope so. We haven't done anything yet. <laughs> right, right. That's it. That's interesting, right? That you guys just came up with this idea. Why don't you talk us through the, the idea of why you jumped into it now. Yeah, so as I said, don't care about football. I don't think that's gonna change too much with this foray into fantasy land, but who knows, we'll see. I definitely got interested in this because I saw you play last year. I think you were in how many leagues? Yeah, last year I was in four, this year I'll be in uh, five, five leagues, yeah. So definitely taking a lot of time, and and I know you care about it a lot, and competitive person you want to win so I just decided that I I think I expressed interest to you in playing last year but I'm pretty sure that was pretty far into the season so I guess you can't just jump in um no he's shaking his head you can't do that and I was happily reminded by Matt this week that hey you wanted to do that last year so why don't you give it a shot and I pretty much just posed the idea to some people I sit next to at work, 
and they were game and they're all I sit by three guys who are all in a couple different leagues and I mean we have a, a great time at work playing uh, or getting into March Madness and we all watch The Bachelor and pick who's going to win The Bachelor or Bachelorette each season so my office it has a ton of great people who are competitive and want to bet on something so it was just a perfect storm of getting everybody interested and I'll just start with the question. So why not take part in this with Matt this year? I mean he's not in my league but at least we're gonna he's gonna maybe help walk me through it. Nothing. That's a good point that's gonna be made. I don't want to be a backseat driver, and moreover, I want to be an observer of this. I want to know what it's like for a new player to get into the game and try and figure stuff out on their own. I don't want to answer any of Abby's questions, and so you'll probably pick that up. You'll probably think I'm maybe a little bit naive or that I don't, I don't really know what I'm talking about sometimes, but I'm doing it on purpose, really. I don't want to give her any help. I want her to do it all on her own, and I want to be like away from it uh, in a way so that you know it's a really organic experience. And, and it's really enjoyable for me to try and observe it. So, um, yeah, it's part selfish and it's part for entertainment uh, of the listener. So that's why you'll, you'll never hear me really try and contribute any strategy nuggets or anything like that. And I don't think I want too much help, especially with picking my team. I think that I'll pick a perfectly good team with very limited research that I'll do over the next couple of days. Our draft is one week from today. And I'm in a league, I guess we haven't said this yet, but with uh, some of my coworkers. So there's 14 of us. We all work together. And there's some rookies like me and some more experienced fantasy leaguers and players. players. <laughs> and um, it's going to be a really, really fun mix of people. Actually, tomorrow morning, we are picking our draft order. So we have an 8.30 meeting scheduled tomorrow just to go through and take 30 seconds out of the day to get hyped for this and pick our draft order for the draft next week. And how do you feel about that? Are you anticipating that? You know? The draft or no, tomorrow? No, no, the picking, picking, up, the picking up the order, you know? Um, I think it's going to be, I assume you want to be closer to the front to get the, the good players or whoever you think is good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I hope. <laughs> but, no, I think I think it's just going to be fun. I'm really in it for the humor and the friendly workplace competition and to learn about this. And I think that, yeah, I'm just excited to have fun with my coworkers and to maybe do some footballing in the, in the process. Yeah. Okay. Win some cheddar, right? Oh yeah, yeah. We're all pitching in some cash, so there is a, a prize at the end for the well, whoever gets the most points or who wins uh, the most games. I don't even know, actually. Um. Yeah. So fantasy football, you'll play like typically fourteen weeks of the regular season. I think that's what we did. You'll be competitive. You'll be competing against another another person each week. Um. And then in the last three weeks, you'll do playoffs. So if you're in a 14-team league, only eight people might make the playoffs. And okay, that's based that's on your, regu- your regular season record. Um, and then whoever wins the playoffs will probably get the cheddar. 
Okay. Yeah, you might do like first place gets seventy percent of it. Nah, winner takes all. Winner takes all, <laughs> all or nothing. No, I, I like don't it. Know. No, that's that's the way it should be. That's it. Is there gonna be a trophy? Have you guys considered this? I don't know. I think that there could be. I mean, everybody seems really into it, and if we all work together, I mean, definitely could do this next year too. Right. I think if it's as I, fun as it seems like it will be. The trophy is a big part, big part of fantasy football. I think it adds something to the. Yeah, you have one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The league I run has a trophy, so that's I, and it, it within the trophies, like you know, some playful ribbing. Uh, so that's mm-hmm. also what makes it fun. All right, so let's maybe take just a couple minutes, I guess, to talk a little about where's your mind right now. You know, you, you have your draft in seven days. Seven days. Um, we're probably going to talk again on Saturday, mm-hmm. to, and that will give you, you know, three days, I think, to, of prep time um, to start doing your research. But as of right now, you've done how much research? No research, although I did – yeah, so no research on players. Okay. And the only thing I know about players going into this is if – well, we live in Pittsburgh, so I know some of the Steelers' names um, and previous Steelers as well. They won't help you. The previous ones—they're not going to really do much for you. Well, I just, if they're now on a different team. Oh, oh! I thought you meant retired. Because no, like Heinz Ward. Yeah, he's not. I mean, we really could like you. call him up. He might—he might be interested. You could draft him, probably. Yeah. Um, Why? I don't. I don't. Maybe. Maybe not. Probably. Is he maybe. even an option? No, I don't think he's on the table. So you can't draft. Nah, I, I don't. Some of them. Sometimes when they're still free agents, like you could draft them. But oh, but then would they even play mm. that week? No. He so has to it's be on his team to play. So maybe don't draft free agents. That's what I'm taking away from this. Yeah, I don't want to hand out free tips here <laughs> or any advice. Like I said, I'm trying to avoid that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Like, Usually the player needs to be on a team to score. I'm points. reading into this one, and I think that I shouldn't draft a free agent. Yeah, all I'm going to tell you is if if he's not on a team, he can't score points. So you kind of make the decision yourself. On, I mean, on you know, maybe I'll take it back. I'll sleep on it. We'll see. We'll see how I feel on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've done no research, is what I'm basically getting from this, from a fantasy football perspective. Correct. How do you plan on going about your research? Have you kind of made a plan or anything yet? So I think I might start with uh, 538, which is where I get some of my March Madness insight, which I've participated in March Madness probably for the past 10 years. Like We did some at work. Um, we do a little family league. So I figure I'll start there. I'm a big Nate Silver fan, so yeah, might what, as well keep it in What the if family. I told you... Do they not do football? <laughs> yeah, they don't really do anything for fantasy football. Why? Um... That's probably a question you might want to ask Nate Silver himself. Yeah, Nate Silver. Yeah. Why he doesn't construct any forecasting models for fantasy football. So. I, I'm surprised by So that. nice plug for them, but uh, yeah, really. Okay, really well then what's my game plan? I don't know. Now I have to start over. Square one, really truthfully. I think I'll Google Yeah. who should I pick first in my fantasy draft. Good call, good call. Actually, so we're doing this with my coworkers, or I'm doing this with my coworkers, and we are planning on having the draft at my office after work one day. Mm. So I had, I just wanted to make sure that the website worked for on our work computer and it wasn't yep. blocked by whatever. 
And so I actually participated in a mock draft today. Oh, you did? I did. I had no idea. I know. That's exciting. It is. And we got so that counts really as research. I don't know why you didn't bring that up. Well, I didn't pay any attention. We um, pretty much just wanted to see if it would work. Okay. And it did. Nice. Sorry to keep you guys on your shows. So who was your first pick in the mock draft? Um, I actually, I think I X'd out. Oh, before? Before, because... So all the people that were with you in this mock draft... Yeah. They're like, who's this jerk? Yeah. So that <laughs> might have been... I, I mean, I apologize to... What was the name of it? The New York 12-team PPR mock draft team. You League. apologize to them. Uh, I almost wrote a comment on my way out saying, like, this draft sucks. Because somebody, oh. somebody said that in the comments underneath it. Oh, yeah, And yeah. then it was like, someone left the draft. He was like, he's, he's out. That'll be 5,000. Yeah. But I can tell you who, I, who the computer picked for me in round one. Okay. Do you know what overall pick you had in this mock draft that you didn't even participate in? Okay, so it's pretty close. It's pretty close to... Uh, Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm, I, you don't know your order yet. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about one of my drafts. I'm like, oh, I'm fifth. Like that's pretty close, right? So, no. but that's why I'm interested. Um, I had Ezekiel Elliott, a running back on the Dallas Cowboys, and I only know this because they email it to you after the draft takes place. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. yeah. It's a whole summary. Summary. Who else did I get? I don't know. Philip Rivers, Arian Foster. Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Was that, is that, I think that's the feminine way to say that name. Yeah, that was, that was nice. Nice, nice touch. Um, I'm sure he appreciated it. Jordan Reed. Sounds like Jordan Rogers. Jordy Nelson. That sounds like a country singer. So a lot of those names, I mean, well, actually, probably all of them. They mean nothing. They mean nothing. So that's an interesting, I think that's a good place for us to maybe leave off. Right? Is, I would we're say, at this point where we've really set the stage that as of today, this Wednesday, so you know, three days before we're going to record the second part of this, you don't even know who Ezekiel Elliott is, really, to like level set. Who was your first round? Like, you know, the computer made this to be your first yeah. round. Pick. So this is clearly someone that every fantasy football person knows. I Everyone guess. who participates in fantasy football probably knows who Ezekiel Elliott is. But you. No, never. He heard plays of for one. who? Do you even? I, I instantly even, forgot. Didn't even retain the info. No. All right. I'll remember his first name though. It's a good first name. Strong first name, Ezekiel. That's good. Good for him. Good job, Ezekiel's mom. But I would say that I am a Larry Fitzgerald fan. Mm, so maybe okay. he might be on might my radar. Looking out for him. Yeah, but I want to kind of keep that on the DL. I don't want to let anybody know that. That's smart. That's smart. You should never tell anyone who you want to draft. That was I shouldn't give you advice. Tell everyone. No, <laughs> tell all the people. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, I think I think this is a good good stopping point for right now, and uh, we'll pick it up in just a couple of days. So you guys, it'll be like a magic time machine. You'll just move with us three days into the future. So we'll be right back, I guess. <laughs> and we're back. Thanks for waiting. Thanks for your patience. It is now Saturday after we've recorded the first part on Wednesday. And we're back with Abby. Hello. So we'll be asking her some questions about how things have gone. So let's get right started. Let's jump into it. Your draft selection, your order selection was on Thursday morning, right? 
Yes, it was. All right, so what happened? Well, uh, I was the one picking the names out of the literal hat, and I got 12th out of 14. So, didn't do myself any favors there, it seems. Nah, I mean, it's relative. Uh, I think some people like picking at different places. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I think you're a little closer to the top, I guess. I don't know, what's your str- like, how does that affect your strategy, you think? Well... I mean, I didn't have a strategy going into it, so I think I discovered today, doing my research, why that might hinder you going later. It seemed as though if you were maybe in, like, 7th out of 14, that'd be good, because we're doing a snake draft, so you're pretty even throughout. Mm, snake draft? Do you learn, is that a new term you, you picked up? Well, whenever we were setting up the league on ESPN, we had to select a draft type, okay. and whoever was helping me was, he picked snakes. Snake draft. Snakes draft. Um, I don't know what the other options even were. I think it's a snake and auction are the only two. Auction. Yeah. How's that run? Uh, you kind of, instead of having an order, you pick players, you bid on players, and you have a certain salary cap. Oh, that's way too complicated. Yeah, uh, it's a lot more, once you kind of learn the ropes, it's, a lot of people like it more because it's, you don't have to count on the randomness of the draw, you know, to get a good, quote unquote, good spot. So. Do you all have the same amount of money? Yeah, yeah, you do. Uh, Alright, so, like you said, you did a little bit of research. Where has your research led you? Let's talk a little bit about your process uh, so far. Well, I, first I did confirm that 538 does not do any <laughs> fantasy football reporting, so scratch that. And then I was actually pretty lost after that, because there is a ton of people, a ton of positions. It was a lot of information whenever I got started. So I eventually found a website, it's called fftoday.com, which I liked. It, it laid out everything in a way that was fairly easy to read with their stats on top and then bio slash performance of the player underneath and they had their top 10 pretty much for each position. So I liked that, but still that wasn't really getting me anywhere because I'm not going to sit there and read player bios and statistics for the next five days. Why not? (laughs) It's really not something I'm interested in doing. That's like, it's part of the game. It is, and I, I'm just not going to play the game that, that way. It did make me want to look into how everything is scored, because I didn't actually know that. So, some examples, like an interception is negative two points, one point for every ten passing yards. No? Uh, maybe. Probably not, though. Well, passing is usually on a different scale. Well... <laughs> one point for every 10 yards that's what I wrote down oh rushing and receiving yards yeah yeah. Oh. Distinguishment. I guess I don't know after reading a couple of player bios and looking at statistics and understanding how everything is scored so then what I should be looking into I actually just jumped on ESPN and did a mock draft another mock draft where I actually stayed yeah. in it the whole time <laughs> And, different strategy. Actually <laughs> yeah. participated. Yeah, and I think that is what 
helped me the best. First off, I'm a visual learner, so I need to know like, what the steps are and what information is available for me, so I will know what I'm doing when draft day comes next Thursday. So whenever we, I was participating in the draft, and I think for that first draft, I might have been second. My pick was second. Mm. And I picked a quarterback first. And so whenever oh, I what saw... What quarterback did you pick? I think I, I was kind of peeking over your shoulder. picked Tyrod Taylor. Okay. Who I still like, and I'll get into that He's later. like a nice guy. That's why you like him? Or... I don't know. I don't actually know anything about him. Um, one more, I'm sorry. Let's let's. I want to explore this just for a little bit. What made you like Tyrod Taylor? Well, so whenever I was reading through all the the bios on fftoday.com, it was just keep plugging them. <laughs> not sponsored. That's where I got my quarterback strategy. And remember, this is before I knew anything about the actual draft and how there is sort of an order of positions that you want to pick mm-hmm. and we can get into that in a second but my strategy for the quarterback was low risk quarterbacks okay so i looked at the scoring and saw that you get negative points for interceptions yeah. so i was like okay well i'll find a quarterback that had minimal interceptions last year and projected for this year just because that seemed to be a decent starting place i needed a place to start and that seemed okay so yeah, you don't want to lose points, right? You don't want your guys going out there and, and putting up putting up negatives or zeros or whatever. Yeah, and so I, I kind of like that strategy, and I know that I'm 12th pick, so I'm not going to get... Oh, my thought process through this was, I'm not going to get your Aaron Rodgers, your Cam Newtons, your Russell Wilson. So if my first pick was going to be a quarterback, I want to get one that I like. So a low risk an option. So all right, let's... Let's dive into what you just said then, because I think it'll kind of uh, explain what, the, the process a little bit. So you said you didn't think that you would have got an Aaron Rodgers or a Cam Newton or someone like that. Your next step of research obviously changed that. Yes. Yeah, so whenever I was actually in the draft, and as I said, I was the second pick in this first draft, and I picked a quarterback and everybody else picked running backs for a very, very long time. Yeah. So that's whenever I realized, oh, I should probably be picking running backs and wide receivers as well. Mm-hmm. And once you think about it, it does make sense. They seem to score a lot of points, and you have two of them versus one quarterback, so more point opportunities. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so my first draft, I don't think, was too... My first mock draft was not fantastic. But I did another one right after it, and I think that that one actually went pretty well. So I picked 11th out of 12 in that draft, trying to get more in line with how my actual draft on Thursday is going to go. Right. And my first two picks were (laughs) running backs, because since it's a snake draft, I got to pick pretty much like in succession. yeah. Yeah. Which I feel like it's good, but also bad. So that's where I kind of realized that I don't think I'm going to like having the 12th pick. I think I'd rather be... I obviously feel more comfortable having a pick closer to the top. 
So I think my strategy going in to my real draft on Thursday is going to be first two picks running back, third pick and fourth pick will be a wide receiver and a quarterback because I still want to get my quarterback before the fifth round. I read that on a random Yahoo Answers <laughs> comment, but it seems Ooh, like a, throwback. But it seems wow. like a good plan. And since I might not get the best running back and the best wide receiver, then I should hopefully get a decent quarterback. And I still want Tyrod Taylor as my backup quarterback. Ah, uh, so winds have changed quite a bit for Tyrod <laughs> Taylor. He went from being your second overall pick in one draft uh, to... First, now, he was first. Well, I mean, he was your first overall second in the, in the entire draft. That's the kind of quality he thought he was. To now, you want him to be your backup. <laughs> yeah, because I think... So it's a sharp learning. You, like, learn quick. You know? I think so. I mean, I only did two drafts, and then I stopped learning. <laughs> so I think that if I can get a... Because he's not going to be the first quarterback to go. Mm. I still think he's a good second low-risk option. Mm. So in this draft, I got Andrew Luck on the Colts. Cool. Yeah. So I picked him in the fifth round, and then I picked up... Tyrod Taylor later. I don't know when. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, sixth or seventh round. What? Not sixth or seventh round. I think I did. I think I really... You just went back to back? Um, round so, eight. Round eight. Yeah. yeah. So, eh. I, I think I have a couple questions, unless you uh, feel like you have more to talk about with your research. The only other thing that, and this might have gone into my Andrew Luck round six, Ty, or whatever round, round yeah. four, and then Tyrod... I don't even remember. Tyra Taylor in round eight was the whole bye week situation, which a co-worker did tell me about. He's like, the only tip I can kind of give you that will make sense is pay attention to the bye weeks because every team has a bye week throughout the year. So if your quarterback's not playing in week 10, don't pick your backup quarterback who also has a bye week in week 10. I thought that that was, that's something I probably never would have realized, even though it's on all the statistics pages, and it's yeah. it's like the first column on the ESPN draft, yeah, so reason. I might have figured it out eventually, but I'm glad I know that now. You'd be like, what's a bye week? <laughs> no, I know what a bye week is, <laughs> but I didn't, I might not have known that it was actually important. Yeah, relevant to fantasy, yeah. Sorry, do you, can I, I have a couple questions. Yeah, go for it. So my... First question is, when do you think, in, well, maybe in your mock drafts or just in general, uh, when did you pick your kicker in defense? I picked them not last, but somewhere between my, definitely in the back half of the draft. Okay. And why'd you say I didn't pick them last? Because I think... That it, or it seemed that a lot of people saved those for last, but my thing is I'm either going to get stuck with a crappy extra or like fifth running back, or I can get a decent kicker and special teams. Hmm. Okay. All right. So, spin-off question here. It seems like all of the, the learning you've had so far has actually been watching your other mock drafters and kind of just following more along with like wisdom of the crowd, basically. Is that accurate? Or? Yeah, I think so. 
I guess that, that makes some sense uh, that you kind of go that way. Um, but I wouldn't have known any of it had I not done a mock draft, which was right. not my intention going into this research process. I didn't think that I was going to do a mock draft. Uh, okay, so, yeah. so you just kind of like resorted to it. Yeah, but I think it was the, as you said, like a really fast way to learn yeah. all of this. Because I tried Googling, like, who should I pick first in fantasy? But it was, there's no... Or at least from my really quick Google searching, there was no like hard and fast explanation of what you should do if you have no idea what you're doing. Huh. So I, I mean, doing it was the easiest way for me to learn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I found that I, like, I was obviously kind of paying attention. I found that really interesting that there was no like that you were unable to find a fantasy one on one page like for to like describe just the basics. You know, kind of as some of the things you've already said as a part of like this conversation and I mean, you, you just happened to stumble on the mock draft thing on Wednesday, basically on accident, just cause you wanted to make sure that the program worked at your work computer. Yeah. So there's been no, it's, it, that strikes me as something kind of a missed opportunity for people like myself who, you know, I'm a fantasy veteran or whatever. And I would love to see more and more new people and, you know, especially like women get into fantasy football because I think it's something, like I've said before, that everyone can enjoy. So it surprises me that there's no resources like that. I mean, I guess like we're putting you in this kind of weird position where I refuse to tell you anything about it. So I guess most normal people would have like a friend that's like, hey, you should do fantasy football and then tell you everything that you need to know about it to get you kind of ready and just have conversations with you. But since we're purposely avoiding that, um, I guess that's what makes it difficult. And that's kind of interesting. So if you were just like, if you were just a friend, like if you were just a random person who didn't know anyone that played fantasy football, that might be kind of a hard thing to do, but it's possible. You'd never know how to get interested in it. You wouldn't know anything about the game to even be like, oh, this is cool. Like, or anything like that. You'd probably see some commercials maybe on TV or whatever, but outside of that, you'd be like, just have no idea and even if you saw the commercials or whatever it's like hey play fantasy football and you went online to try and figure it out wouldn't be able to and then you'd probably be turned off to it is that feeling i think that's pretty accurate i mean there were explanations on like there's a fantasy football for dummies book i believe and they had a explanation of how your of the steps that you take during a draft, or so you sign up for a league and then you participate in a draft and then you have a, like, you play against a different team every week, which I'm actually really excited for. <laughs> but it didn't give you any strategy, like, don't pick your kicker for. You kept saying a couple, uh, one thing that I always thought, I thought was super interesting, especially from my perspective, um, being kind of a data person, being a stats person, you kept bringing up this idea of risk. So yes. he's he's low risk. Where did you get that idea from? Is that something that you just you read or did you come up with it kind of just intuitively? That was something I came up with and I figured that out solely looking at how the scoring system works because why would you ever walk into a situation where you're going to get more negative points than you need to? So why would I pick a quarterback who throws a lot of interceptions if I don't have to? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I think I'm a fairly risk-adverse person, so yeah, it's yeah. a very native concept to me, but I don't know, I thought it was, I was interested in that I found that myself. Yeah, no, that is, that's super interesting. So it's, you kind of made this, drew this conclusion that 
with fantasy football, you feel like you should be risk adverse? Well, at the top of my page is risk management where possible. That's where I, that's exactly that. what I wrote. Yeah, yeah, right there. Strategy, risk management where possible. Hmm. That's so, That was the first thing you wrote. Not the first thing I wrote. Probably the fifth thing I wrote. The second I saw those negative points, I was like, whoa, hang on. <laughs> we need to do something about this. But I did realize that not every position has those negative points. So it couldn't be applied, at least in the same way for all of those positions. I mean, like a kicker is probably not too risky, but obviously they're not your main concern, it mm. seems. So yeah, just where possible, but not necessarily necessary to do for every position. Yeah, that's pretty cool that um, that's something that you just decided that you had like kind of a previous understanding. Like you said, you're pretty risk adverse in your day-to-day life. Yes. And so that's something that's at the forefront of your mind. You've already been like, I want to apply this to fantasy football because I think that's, because in your mind at least, that you believe that's going to be the best way to, uh, to navigate um, building, constructing your team. And making sure that, like you said in your case, you know that you don't end up losing points or have a player that scores low amounts of points or you know whatever it is. So I think that's a that's a pretty interesting um, conclusion that you've made like this early on. I'll say that much. Yeah, and I think the only other place where I knowingly applied it during the draft was so if I pick my two running backs first, then picking a quarterback and wide receiver for my next like close to each other picks. Mm-hmm. So. I can still hopefully be at the forefront of those two, or at least the quarterback category, yeah. instead of just like waiting again for a quarterback and not getting a good player mm-hmm. in any position. Right. So you're a little you're a little concerned about like the quality of the players you're getting, because I think you said a little bit earlier, which was also like when you're talking about your kicker and defense, you're like, why would I want another the you know my fifth running back, you know, or whatever it is when I could get, you know, a quality kicker or defense. And that, I think that's an interesting kind of, uh, you know, you've, you're creating this strategy on your own, it, and it's kind of cool to see the rationale and um, the reasons why you're doing it. Uh, I think it's pretty interesting. Um, I would just say, like, I only did maybe, how long have we been in here? Two hours yeah, worth yeah. of strategy, and most of that was sitting in the mock drafts, so that probably ate up an hour of it. So I don't necessarily have... A list of players that I want to go with but I think that I'll be set with my strategy of what order to pick the positions in yeah yeah so you've made a big turn on that even from Wednesday because I remember something you said was like oh I'll know what players I want and you said something about you wanted Larry Fitzgerald and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it seemed that your mindset there was I'm just going to figure out a list of players I want and those are the guys I'm going to pick and that's going to be the end of the show yeah but now you're like a little more position-based. You're like, I want to draft two running backs. You don't exactly know who those two running backs are going to be, but that's your feeling. You want to get those two two running backs first, and then a wide rec- and then you said two wide receivers and a quarterback in that order. So I think that was kind of cool, too, that you just, how, ch- how quick you changed and whatnot um, about the strategy there. Yeah, I think once I got my draft order and understood how it works, mm-hmm. then I was like, oh, well, that's not going to work. Because even if I love this player then I I still might not be able to get it although I will say that in my second draft I did get both Tyra Taylor and Larry Fitzgerald oh so so everything it's possible for a reason yeah all right so I think before we close here let's do one last thing let's do a real quick 
two to three bullets, and maybe we'll keep doing this uh, each episode, what would you, to a new player, so what were your three big takeaways or two big takeaways, however you think it, for prepping for the draft? What was the most two important things you would tell three days ago, Abby, (laughs) um, or, you know, another new player on how to get ready? I would say definitely participate in mock drafts, Mm. not only for figuring out the logistics of the draft, because I did accidentally have somebody selected and I hit, like, pick this guy whenever I didn't mean to. Mm. So participate in mock drafts and pick on position, not player, just like we talked about. So don't get too attached to anybody because it might not work out in your favor. Mm. I'm going to help you out with one, maybe. You said a lot about looking into your, your scoring, right? Oh, yes. Definitely yeah. understand fantasy football, <laughs> yeah. which I don't fully understand it yet, but that's we'll what there. we're doing. You'll get there, right? Okay. So, yeah, I feel pretty good about what we've talked about so far. Um, so, I think the tentative plan leading up to the draft is, like, maybe we'll do part one of episode two, day before the draft. So, that'll be, we'll record it on Wednesday. Um, but obviously we won't be releasing it because then we'll do a draft recap on Saturday. Um, and that's what you can look forward to in episode two. So thanks everyone for listening, sticking around with us. Um, hopefully you, you got some enjoyment out of this and hopefully you're, uh, you're excited for episode two. Cause I personally, I know I am cause it's been actually a lot of fun for me, uh, watching Abby kind of learn about this and just following along. So thanks again. Thank you.